Hello, Mixed Neck Cases and Dog Days of Podcasting listeners. This is Nuke Joss, and this is only murders in the building. Oh, wait, no, it's dinner and a movie. <laughs> but I'm going to be doing only murders in the building because as a podcaster, I kind of got to right? <laughs> so uh, this is a series on, is it on? Hulu? I'm not sure. I Yes, it is on Hulu. I can see it right here. Uh, I watch it on Disney+. Plus. So this is another one of those Canadian things where I just happen to have things because we don't have a Hulu. So Hulu stuff ends up on Disney+, Plus and Fox stuff ends up on Disney+, Plus, which is just great. It is really kind of meta for me because it is about a podcast. And I don't think, I mean, podcasts have shown up in TV shows, and it's usually like the the butt of the joke is the podcaster. Um, I mean, like in the Ghostbusters movie, the kid's name was podcast. Really? Really? He doesn't even get a full name. He's just podcast. Not a, like if you have a podcast, you have a name of your podcast, not just this is my podcast and here's my flash drive. Why don't you listen to it? Podcasts come from a RSS feed. You can't just anyway. I, I, I'm I'm trying not to be a grumpy old podcaster. You know, we used to record with onions on our belt because that was the fashion of the time. But anyway, so <laughs> my point is, this is a, a a show that is about podcasters, about the building of a podcast. And I kind of avoided it because I, well, one, I didn't realize that they build a podcast and that's part of the story, but also... I'm not into true crime podcasts and it's one of those things that NPR style that true crime broad podcast thing that got really big and everybody's really excited about. I don't care. I really don't. Um but you know the murderinos, I love that you guys love your you've got your community, you've got your culture. It's great. That's just not the part of the podcast area that I'm swimming in. I don't need to hear about true crime. I'd rather hear about fictitious crime because honestly, true crime is just too true for me. I I want I want fiction. I want escapism. I want something if I want it authentic, I want it to be an authentic person's life, not something horrible that happened to them. But I ended up watching this because everybody had been talking about it. I do love me some Steve Martin. I know he's made some stinkers, but I just I kind of, I've always kind of liked him and I love Selena Gomez and uh, Martin Short has some hit and misses. So I had to give it a go. So I did. And I'm like, all right, this is kind of quirky. Season two, eh, season three, I'm like, all right, they're recording in a closet. This is making me happy. So they got a couple of things right, you know, recording in the closet, better acoustics, things like that. Uh, there's some things that they get like dead wrong. Number one, Unless you are an established brand, there's really not that much money in podcasting. I'm sorry to say, especially when you only have 14 viewers, the idea of getting a check for $35,000 from a deli to put an ad or to be sponsored by is laughable. Now I get it. They're supposed to like some of them are celebrities and they've got that backing, but come on. But I hear it all the time. People think, oh, you're going to make a podcast. You're going to make tons of money. Uh, all right. Let's look around here. Of the people in this show, only a few of us have even generated donations, I'll say. 
And how much of those donations are just going into those server fees are, you know, we're not, we're not making money. We're not doing this for money. We're doing this because we like it. And in the end, they end up realizing that they like it too, I assume. <laughs> I've only watched the first season. I actually watched the first season and a couple episodes of season two. Uh, but my plan was to watch the first season and I had fun. It was quirky. It was weird. A lot of actors that I am used to, that I know, a lot of big names just dropping in as, as cameos, but then those cameos turn into fully fleshed characters and roles. I mean, I'm going to spoil one for you. Sting. Sting is in this show and playing himself, but he's a full, fully fleshed character. Um, it's very interesting. There's, there's a few mysteries within this um story and it's kind of wild to to figure out the ride and to follow along so i i'm I'm having fun with it it's a little quirky it's a little weird is it gonna make me like true crime anymore not really i'm curious what true crime podcast listeners think because the way they portray their fans is um a little interesting I will say it's it's not it's not in the best light. <laughs> it really isn't. But I think I think eventually they I don't know, it, it works out. I really did dig the cop who's just like, Oh man, you true crime nerds, you're 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 getting on my last nerve. <laughs> and I, I, I think I can totally understand that. You know, you have a lot of people with access these days and, and we have this amateur view on things that are people's careers, you know? Um, I've, I, I remember I was painting one day and streaming and I was doing a watercolor and somebody said, Oh, are you going to put the salt on it now? And I was like, what are you talking about? And they're like, well, you got to put salt on it. You're doing watercolor. I said, well, that's, that's something that can be done. You know, it does have a kind of a cool effect, but most of the time I'm not putting that on my paintings. The salt is actually going to, uh, degrade the paint and affect the long lastingness of the paint. I buy pretty expensive watercolors so that you could hang them on your wall and not have to worry about them fading within a year. Uh, you know, I get light, fast watercolors. So the idea of putting salt on my watercolors uh, is, is you know, it, it's a fun experiment, but it's not something that I'm doing for a serious piece. But I had this person kind of telling me what I was supposed to do because they had watched a bunch of artists painting and they had seen artists do this, which again is a fun exercise. But then of course they thought that's, that's what you do. It's watercolor. You have to throw salt on it. Okay. <laughs> but no, I'm not your one. You're not dictating the way that I'm painting, but also it, it, it kind of goes in that theme. You know, this cop is dealing with these true crime aficionados telling them the cop how to do the murder investigation. And it's like, no, no, that's not actually how we do things. So, you know, everybody has just a dose of information on something and they feel like an expert. And that's okay. I'm, I'm not discouraging that. I'm not gatekeeping at all. If you want to put salt on your watercolors, I think it's an awesome, fun experiment. Just the, I'm, I'm just making a comparison, but this is a fun, fun show. I was able to follow along and as a podcaster, it was kind of fun. Although I will say it's a little, it's a little weird. So they, they, they're recording in a closet and they move to a Yeti microphone and I'm like, that's awesome. But what in the last episode, didn't we have some XLR mics? I don't believe those XLR mics were plugged into a Yeti. So why did you downgrade to a Yeti from an XLR mic? And then later on, we've got boom mics, which are awesome with the big old fuzzy, 
but they're recording inside. They're not recording outside. And then when they're recording outside, they're holding iPhones, which is fine if that's all you have when you're on the run. But there's nothing protecting from the wind noise, even though you had all this equipment. And so that was like my technical brain getting in there. And by the way, in season two, I better see an H2. I'm not going to. I I know that's an old school podcaster thing now. Everybody's kind of moved away from it. If you put any money in your gear, it's either with a Yeti uh, for sitting and, and recording or standing and recording, or you you get like the serious gear, I guess. I guess you just jump over the H2s. But <laughs> I was just waiting. Like, where's the H2? That's what you need for mobile recording. Just turn on that H2. Make sure you hit the the button twice so it's got a solid red and it's not blinking. And there you go. Record whatever you need to. Uh, they also got very fuzzy on the, uh, we're recording people. We're trying to tell them that they're recorded, but we don't kind of want them, know, them to know that they're being recorded. Yeah, that was a little fuzzy. I wouldn't do that. I would always make sure that people know that they're being recorded, but that's fine. I recommend this. I think it is a fantastic watch and we are going to pair this with hummus, with dips, because Martin Short's character is only on, as he calls it, the dip diet. All he eats is dip. And I will say that last week when I was working a lot, I was finding myself, man, I need to eat something. I need to eat something now. And I'd grab some hummus because you know what? It's just chickpeas. <laughs> you know, I, I make hummus. It's, it's quite good, by the way, especially when you make it yourself. It's chickpeas, tahini, uh, garlic, uh, lime juice. Most people use lemon. I use lime. Uh, what else do I put in there? Uh, uh, agar agar, which is the chickpea juice that I freeze and then I throw it in a little sumac just to make it just a little flavor there. That's always nice. And, and that's pretty much it. That's it. So it's just straight chickpeas. So I know it's good. It's going to give me fuel. It's going to give me brain energy. It's going to give me protein. And I'm sitting there and I'm dipping my, my peppers into it. And I'm thinking, Oh my gosh, I'm on the Oliver Putnam diet. I'm eating just dip. Oof. But it was really good dip. Nutty Bites is produced by Nimlas Studios under a Creative Commons Attribution No Commercial Non-Derivatives 3.0 International License. That means you can't change it without my permission. You can share it and send it to your friends. Just link back to me, my site, and everything. We live at nimlas.org, which has links to everything social media, including facebook.com slash group slash Nutty Bites and patreon.com slash nukejoss or call 347-NUTTY42. One more thing. This marks halfway or mostly halfway into the dog days of podcasting. For everybody that has been listening this long, kudos to you. You've made it. You've made it to the halfway mark. You're going to make it to the end. For those of you that have been recording every day, kudos to you. You've made it. If you've made it this far, you're going to make it get the rest of the way. For those of you that are intermittent, that's cool too. Kudos for you for giving an effort and giving us some episodes because you know what? There's a lot of episodes out there and they're all really good. They're all pretty good. Um, even if you're not able to publish every single day, I'm still listening. So thank you for that. And give me as many as you can. But if you can't, don't beat yourself up. Just take a day. Just take three. Just take five. You can come back when you've got something to say.